Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day two of our relational reset, unlearning the habits that hold you back devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. Also, quick note, if you notice <laughs> us just slightly distracted, Micah wanted to join this Diva time. Yes. So you can see him on YouTube. But really anyways, a morning with the Masters. The scripture is Isaiah chapter 61, verse 3, and it says this, To all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair, and their righteousness they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. The devotional is titled, Deal with Disappointment, and it says this, When it comes to having realistic expectations of others, I can think of no better role model than Jesus. He was no stranger to disappointment. Even his closest circle of friends, his disciples, family, really, did not always demonstrate belief or faith in him. The disciples fell asleep numerous times while Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane, despite being asked by Jesus to watch and pray. Three times Jesus asked, And three times his disciples failed him. Judas betrayed him. Oh, how Judas betrayed him. Peter denied him. Not once, not twice, but three times. And this was after Jesus had told Peter that he would. And Peter said, no way, not me, not ever. But he did. Thomas doubted him. He saw the resurrected Jesus face to face, yet refused to believe He really was the Christ until he saw the nail marks in his hands and the wound in his side where he had been speared. Jesus knew exactly what his disciples would do. He understood that they were human and therefore sinners. He knew that because of sin, they would disappoint others, including him. Not only did he know that the disciples would disappoint him, he even knew what their actions would be long before they did. But Jesus never pulled back or tried to retaliate. He loved and accepted the disciples despite their hurtful actions toward him. He accepted that they were merely human and that they couldn't be perfect. All of us can benefit from having this expectation. People will disappoint us. Friends will disappoint us. Family will disappoint us. Fellow church members, neighbors, employers, colleagues, they will all disappoint us. And we will disappoint others too. If we're not careful, we'll expect perfection from others. If so, when disappointment comes, it can crush us and our relationships. The Lord knows we don't want anyone expecting us to be perfect. So we shouldn't expect that from others either. Yeah, this is so good and so needed in this time when we as believers are constantly trying to sharpen ourselves, which is important. Iron sharpens iron. The Lord is constantly sanctifying us into his image. These are good things from our community and good things for us to practice on. But we also need to let it not become such a part of identity 
being perfected in Christ. That way we demand others to receive the same convictions that we have Mm -hmm. and take them on as their own and to be this perfect figure. And I think that's such a great reminder for us that if we have all this Bible wisdom, we have all this movement, we have all this strength and excitement and uh, righteousness bestowed upon us from Christ, but we have not love. We don't have anything. And so if we can't take a moment to look at someone for who they are, the imperfect being that they are in need of love, in need of grace, in need of mercy, in need of support, then we don't have anything. And so that doesn't mean that we can't have expectations of others, but they need to be appropriate and they need to be expressed in a healthy Mm -hmm. way. And honestly, we need to be ready to be let down too. We need to, it's almost like this is not a a fair analogy, but I'm going to share it anyways. One of the biggest things that they tell people who are recovering from addiction like alcoholism is, is not how to not relapse into that addiction. It's what to do after you do relapse. So we're not guaranteeing that people are just going to constantly sin. But what we're saying is if that does happen, here's, here's some ways to handle that. And I know that with my own expectations on people, it helps me to say, okay, well, if this person does let me down, instead of me responding out of anger or out of bitterness or out of rage or whatever that may be, I now can respond this way. I can be let down and respond lovingly at the same time. My, my, let downness, I don't know how else to say that. My disappointment doesn't have to lead me to sin. It can lead me to loving. Just like when I disappoint Christ, which I do daily, Mm -hmm. guess what? He responds to me lovingly. Yeah, that's so good. I honestly feel like you're so good at this (laughs) Um, because I think this is something I personally struggle with just in general with perfectionism. And it's like a hard reality to face that I will disappoint someone like, I don't know if that's the same for you, but like that knowledge of, wow, I have the capacity to really like let someone down or disappoint them and to take that with humility and to be loved in those moments where I do disappoint people or I don't meet that expectation is, is really tough. But at the same time, when I'm met with love, like when Chad and I have a a harder conversation, I'm like, man, I really haven't, you know, um, hit the mark in this aspect of our relationship or marriage or just walk in general. It's like, it's a hard thing for me to hear. But at the same time, when I met in that space with love, it, it feels like such a deeper love because you're loved inside of the mess. You're loved yeah. inside of the parts of you that aren't perfected in Christ yet. And it makes you want to extend that same love and that same grace to others that you've received. And so I hope you all find that encouraging that none of us are going to be perfect, right? But you see in this devotional that God loved the disciples even inside of the things that they did that disappointed him like his Mm -hmm. love for them never changed and Jesus's love for you will never change and let that love let that truth that his love for you never changes encourage you to live a more righteous life that is pleasing to him don't take that and be like well Jesus loves me so I'm just gonna live the way I want to no take that and be like wow that's a love that I absolutely don't deserve Mm -hmm. and I pray that with every action and word that I speak I can reflect that same love and grace to others yeah and just to piggyback off what you're saying Tor and I always say that you can't give what you don't have. 
You know, you can't give a bucket of water to somebody if you don't first have a bucket of water. You can't give mercy and peace and grace to people if you haven't first received it from Christ. And so if you're struggling with resentment or bitterness towards your fellow person, it may be because you're not first receiving that, that humble love that has no conditions from Christ first. And so that would be the first place I would go to check in with Christ and be like, God, where have I wronged you? Mm-hmm. And thank you for loving me inside of that. Amen. You ready to pray now? I am. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the example that you have set in the way Jesus loved. Lord, I pray that as we experience your love inside of our own brokenness, Lord, that it would encourage and inspire us to love people and extend grace the same way that you do, Lord. We thank you for loving us in this way, in a way that we absolutely don't deserve, Lord. It leaves us more in love with you. Lord, I just thank you for this. I thank you for who you are to us. Thank you for your love. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing into the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Arrivederci. Arrivederci.